All right, welcome everybody to the Idle Chatter Podcast, a random thoughts podcast, and I'm joined today again by Marshall. How you doing tonight? Good, Marshall Doan. Tonight I'm actually, uh, I am an arrogant bastard on my shirt. I don't know if you can, you can see <laughs> just, that. It's just like, tonight we're an arrogant bastard. That, just tonight. It, it's not every time. It's no, it's yeah. it's once in a while. Just tonight you just made a special exception. Yeah. Bring out the old asshole. So we're going to talk tonight about the big news that Microsoft announced. Monday morning I got up and I seen that IGN had posted it that they had just bought Activision Blizzard and that's huge. Th- this was not I know that they there was always people saying, "Oh, they're <clears throat> going to make a big a big purchase, big acquisition." And you know, they made, you know, Oh, what was that? That was over a year ago now that they picked up uh, Bethesda, and people went nuts over that, but it wasn't as crazy. Um, I mean, you got games like Fallout and Skyrim. Bethesda's but. been struggling, um, not just in the games department, but in like the uh, management department. I know they've had some serious... Uh, it's been going on for a while now, just years of uh, sexual assault claims. Um, I mean, there's there's documented reports in there from legitimate women who have gone to lawyers saying that like how can this company exist it's like a wolf of wall street movie here i feel like i'm working for a college frat house <laughs> and i mean you got to look into you know some of the some of the stories that some people have been coming out with you know because you got to dig a little bit deeper before you form your opinions and stuff at least i do but uh oh man just like some of the stuff those chicks they're all these these ladies are coming up with it's just like the, the stuff that they're detailing is just so peculiarly specific that it's it's hard to well i'm sure hard that, to, that like, stuff happens a lot more than you know what we even hear about you know but a lot of times i mean i hate to say it but there may be some men or women that are using that kind of stuff to move up in the company yeah and you see that happen sometimes and you know and then they get to a certain point and then they want to take out whoever's over top of them and say that they were doing stuff even though it was kind of a quid pro quo it wasn't right either way the way it was happening right you know which sucks for the the times that it actually happens where somebody wants you know the person wants to work their way up by being good at their job yeah but then they get put in situations that they do not want to be in you know those are the people that there have been stories named that uh i mean just in regards to just working at blizzard uh there's ladies there that have been passed over for promotions like up one to two times as they just you know imagine you're in a job and you're doing good at your job nobody's telling you you're you're bad you know um but then somebody else gets hired on and you know be it that they may be better than you or worse than you they're still newer i don't believe a lot of the seniority stuff you know if you're doing a really good job and you could do an even better job if you had a promoted position. Um, you know, you got to look at the skills. You got to look at the skill set. But there is stories of ladies working there for years that haven't had a promotion, and like the three newest employees are getting promoted over them uh, for the same jobs. Um, and then in saying that, they're doing the same jobs as these other new guys coming in, and they're getting paid less, even though they've been there longer. And it's just a mm-hmm. giant shit show. It's like God, this is this is the part of the. Um, the movement, the progressive movement, um, and the, the, the feminism that like I can get on board with. Cause I don't care who you are. If you're doing a job better than somebody, you should probably get compensated more for it. Um, 
and I mean, I don't want to go into like unions and everything because that's even more boring than yeah. tech but merger that get, acquisitions. That gets, that gets real deep into the whole thing. But I mean, I don't want to touch too much on all the, you know, accusations and all that yeah. other stuff. Because I mean, a lot of people know the kind of stuff that's going on there right now. Yeah, and some of them are pretty grimy too. I mean, it, it uh, is. But you know, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of dig into this since this was kind of really big news. I was going to do it earlier in the week, but you know, figured have you on that way and have somebody to discuss about this. And you start, we start digging into the details of this deal. And if anybody hasn't heard, uh, Microsoft, again, they just purchased Activision Blizzard. Now, obviously, this deal is not completely done. They're aiming at around June of next year. Uh, of course, anything could happen from now till then. But it's a I lot do, of paperwork to go through. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm sure Microsoft has some of the best attorneys on the planet that are going to be working on this stuff. Um, but... I mean, they put, I think they put $3 billion on the line to Activision that if it does fall through, Activision gets $3 billion basically for nothing. Hmm. Um, but this total was $68.7 billion yes, yes, is how big of a deal. Now, that's a lot of zeros in that, and that was a cash deal. That means that they there was no loans involved in this. There was straight up just, hey... Let me just get that out of my wallet. And that was only about half the money. They uh, they estimate that Microsoft has just over two billion or $150 billion cash on hand. Now, obviously, they're worth a whole lot of money, but that's the cash on hand yeah. without taking loans. you gotta, you got to take into consideration, too, that Microsoft has been around long enough um, that they have had such a monopoly on all the tech. What's up, Jake, man? I just I mean, saw your comment. Thanks for uh, stopping in. We're, we're still, you know, Jay Grove, what's going on, man? <laughs> so we've all seen, you know, Microsoft's logo on everything. When Xbox came out, you know, it, it was synonymous with each other. You know, Xbox was like, you know, the Microsoft gaming. But um, back in the day, uh, Microsoft actually got in trouble in like 2001. And uh, they had a big a big lawsuit where some, some government officials stepped in and literally said, hey, like they're they're getting too big, not just too big to fail, but they're just huge in the over encompassing um, <clears throat> just everything in that market. Microsoft had their, their fingers in it and uh, they had a lot of government officials come in and bring up like, Hey, these guys are using monopoly tactics to, you know, buy competition out and solely make themselves the only ones that are getting any money for anything that's put on a home computer, even, uh, you know, from the operating system to, you know, even, even putting internet Explorer on the desktop and not letting people delete it and just shady tactics like that, that we still see today, uh, and bloatware on our phones and stuff. But, you know, every operating system out there, um, every home computer as Microsoft on it somehow, and they were busted back in 2001 and you know nothing actually nothing big actually came out of that no of course they had the u.s government come in and blame it on lobbyists if you want legal legal bribery if you call it um dealing political dealings uh you know microsoft was already (laughs) lobbying the government uh you know to be able to do just normal big time you know big money moves and uh, here we are, you know, in 2022 now, uh, nearly, you know, a decade <laughs> later. And, uh, you know, here they go again, another huge purchase. Um, 
you've all heard of uh, people that are uh, companies that have bought other companies, you know, like Apple and Beats and, uh, you know, big names buying other big name companies. Uh, this purchase, $68.7 billion. This is the biggest purchase of any tech purchase in the last like 10, 15 years combined. Um, those purchases, you know, the, the things that I could name off, I, I could look up. A well, bunch to of give them, you an, like to give you an idea, how seven, how big was the deal when Disney purchased uh, Marvel or Star Wars? Oh man! I mean, you think those are those are some big names in the film industry, especially Star Wars. That dates back, you know, seventies. I mean, yeah. it's got a name behind it. You know, video gaming is obviously a, a bit newer. Um, kind of a little bit of the history behind Activision. I believe it was nineteen seventy nine. They they kicked off. They were on Atari. Uh, I think the first game was Pitfall. I think we were talking about that. Obviously, this is before really either of our times, but you know that was kind of where it's they where they Activision kicked off. That old. They are definitely that old, and that's how they they're essentially worth so much money now. Um, is yeah. just from just time, and then get, I guess maybe getting lucky in some of the games that they kicked off. I mean, we'll get into some of the. Some of the games that they are Call definitely most yeah most known for. That's obviously one. God. Um, but we can kind of get into what companies, what developers that Activision Blizzard owns. Um, some of the most notable ones, of course, Infinity War. You're going to know them for Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Ghosts, Infinite Warfare. And then, of course, Modern Warfare 2019. They came out a few years ago. Treyarch, that's another big powerhouse developer. World at War, Black Ops 1 through, well, I guess 4 technically, because you had 4 there. That wasn't as big of a game than Cold War. And uh, they were even responsible for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And I remember yeah. playing that PS1 and yep. 64. And that was, I would say that that's probably the first big title that I played that I knew was Activision. And that was back, God, what are we looking at? late 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 90s early 2000s i think the first one came out yeah because i'm trying to remember when it came out because what n64 was what 98 99 ish we just went over this something like that still don't have any dates (laughs) it's some it's somewhere in that ballpark um and then a little bit of a newer develop uh developer sledgehammer they kind of filled the role in with infinity ward and treyarch with call of duty they came out first with Advanced Warfare, and that's where they switched over to the new movement style and pissed a lot of people off because people didn't like that it wasn't boots on the ground anymore. And then they also did uh, uh, World War II, and then they are partly the reason for Warzone along with Raven Software. Excuse Warzone. me. See, here's here's where all these big money, big money games come in. Um, I think they said Call of Duty uh, alone makes like uh, $5 million a day. It's well. I mean, a like day I, like I was telling you, in-game purchases. They they made over three billion alone last year, and over two billion of that was just Warzone revenue, and mm-hmm. that's a free-to-play game. A free-to-play game made two billion dollars. Yeah, in revenue in a year. Yeah, we can draw comparisons I mean, to. And you're gonna you're gonna get this from everybody, but everybody says, "Oh, COD's dead. Nobody plays it anymore." I'm like, no. well, somebody's spending money on yeah, it. That because no matter how you look at it, last year. Top two selling games. Cold War. Both Call and of Vanguard. <laughs> Year before that, yeah. top games. Modern Warfare 2019 and Cold War. And it just goes Every further year. back unless you until you get into like uh, GTA. 
Um, Because, of course, that was a huge selling game at the time. And, I mean, we're a ways off before they come up with a new one uh, with uh, uh, GTA 6. But, I mean, we were talking about that before. But you're probably looking at another four to five years at least out before they start rolling that out. So I want to see what a a GTA 6... Uh, I want to see some some graphical quality improvements on that. I need to, has to be has to I be huge. I mean, we're looking at something that you could be looking at not until the next generation of consoles come out. That's what we could be looking at. I don't even know if we're going to see one with the current generation of consoles that are out now. Well, if Rockstar keeps making content, no, we're never going to see a GTA 6. And, P- and they, now they are still a very highly profitable game. And yeah. that's uh, Take-Two Interactive, I think is what it's called, the company that owns Rockstar. And uh, that's another company that's out there that could be a huge acquisition. Um, and I think that's the only thing that that Sony could do that could potentially kind of even the odds because now everybody on Sony, you know, there might be there's a lot of people that are like, oh, well, they're not going to make games like Call of Duty or we haven't even gotten to some of the other ones. You got like uh, Diablo, Overwatch, you know, some of these other big titles. World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, but that's what, now a lot around. of people think it's like a PC game. They brought back Classic not too long ago, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, I gotta play it again." See, and I know you know you got the whole <clears> thing <throat> with Blizzard and everything, but getting away from all those topics, they still had a huge player base, no, and no. there is a lot of people that never experienced World of Warcraft. I never really got into it because I wasn't really a PC gamer. When I was a PC, I played a lot of like Age of Empires and strategy yeah, games like that back in the day, but. I think right now, because I guess I heard um, they actually made it so you can use an Xbox controller on your PC to play World of Warcraft. They are just a hop, skip, and a jump away from porting that over to Xbox. And and if they include that with Game Pass, and let's say, okay, I heard it's what, 15 bucks a month for WoW? If they include that subscription-based service with Game Pass for 15 a month, it's a no-brainer. They're already up to, what, somewhere between 20 and 25 million monthly subscribers to Game Pass right now. So not huge numbers. But now that once this goes through, now we're not really going to see much of Xbox-related stuff for two, three, four years anyways. Because look at Bethesda stuff. I mean, I think, what are they expecting next year for... What's the first one? Um, it's a Bethesda game that they're talking about. Fallout. Not Fallout. Elder Scrolls. Nope. I think that one's uh, quite a ways away. That's the only two I care about. I know there's another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but that's something else that they're looking at um, at uh, doing. But, uh, so, I mean, there's a, there is a ton, a metric ton of options that Microsoft's going to have with these. Um, I mean, you got some other lesser known studios that Activision has, uh, BNX, Toys for Bob, High Moon Studios, Demonware. Demonware was a lot of Demonware. older games. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get um, get into some of the games. I mean, besides Call of Duty and Tony Hawk, you've got Crash Bandicoot. That's an Activision title. Destiny 1 and 2, those are Activision titles. Pitfall's an older one. The Doom franchise. Doom, yep. That's owned by Activision. Yep. Uh, another one that you haven't heard about in a long time, Guitar Hero. You're talking in the mid-2000s. This was literally one of the most popular games. I remember playing it when they had it on display at the store. You had department yeah. stores that had it on, on display. Yep. That was literally, especially the first few Guitar Heroes, that was probably one of the funnest games to play. 
and especially you get a you know a couple of friends or whatever do well, that it was kind such of a stuff. new it was such a new dynamic you know this right was the first right because it wasn't like a controller you're yeah. you know there everybody thought they were like a rock star where, kind of thing there was plenty of music games where you had your controller and you just pressed x in a rhythmic way or x triangle circle or something you know you played simon says with your controller with a rhythm but uh yeah to actually have like you know, right the and then guitar. you get all those all those songs i still remember like smoke on the water was oh, like God, you yeah. like all yeah. these songs that nobody like kids did they may have kind of recognized but then i mean some of those artists had to have gotten more popular after yeah. that came out and i think yep. that could be another explosion i mean i hate to see some of the music they'd be putting on something like that now well you imagine playing like wop on guitar hero kind of thing i don't know even know how that would yeah. go about but you see what i'm saying i mean they're gonna have to <laughs> bring in music maybe like dj hero or something like that uh, but yeah you know and then you get into like kids games like skylanders was another one that i think oh, wow. it just didn't work because you had to get all these stupid characters and all this kind of stuff and the next thing you know years later people are selling these uh these stupid characters it's like here's a box of 300 of them for two dollars kind of thing so hard to market that so well back oh man i remember going into gamestop and seeing you know poster boards and and all kinds of stuff for skylanders and i was just like what is it, this? <laughs> it was definitely a cash grab, but it didn't it didn't work. I know I think Nintendo's got the whole amiibo thing that's kinda similar to something like that, but not exactly the same. I am a grown ass adult. All I do is I work, I pay bills, and I go home at like seven o'clock at night and I play Call of Duty until I fall asleep. It's changed <laughs> very in a very small way over the last ten years. Not I very think much uh, I think a difference maybe in the last couple of months, I've played Halo until I fall asleep. <laughs> but man, I just—that's—it's going to be so crazy to see all these new, all these games, all these big time games. Uh, you know, there was a there was a stark difference between PlayStation and Xbox, and uh, you know, there's like a Venn diagram with some, you know, the middle of the gray area. You know, the 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 other companies that have these other games that, you know, religiously put out to PlayStation or you know, uh, Activision making PlayStation games, um, PlayStation exclusive. Well, <laughs> this merger coming in, uh, it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of people shaking up cause a lot of people are going to think that, uh, you know, once PlayStation exclusive games, uh, they, once, they could once their contracts, they do have some contracts. Like I think call of duty, they have this year's title through contract, but that as next year, they don't have, when I yeah. say contract, that means like, they get the beta a week early, and they get bits and pieces. Yeah, they got some weird extras, game mode on zombies extras, a year earlier. But something. I mean, once once those contracts line up here, uh, once they're up, all they're all they're riding on right now is like a, a good old boys like ah no, we wouldn't do that. I'm pretty sure one of the executives came out and said, nah, you know, we're not gonna steal all the PlayStation exclusive games. They're, that they're not made they, and make them Xbox they exclusive. Did, they now. did kind of. They did make a statement today. Xbox Microsoft did um, CEO, and he's like, well, we are not gonna pull current games off the console. Current games, he said. Current. They you said have to hold current. Them, you have to games. hold them accountable for every single word they say. Because originally they said we have no intention of making any Bethesda games exclusive to Xbox. Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, the next game that's going to be exclusive. Fallout, that's going to be exclusive. People think that now. I don't think Call it. I think Call of Duty is going to be the last game that they really decide to do that with. Um. And the simple reason is because it does. There is a huge player base, but this is what I predict is going to happen. Since there is rumors that now that Microsoft has it, they want to do a instead of a yearly release for Call of Duty, which we always get every October, November, 
it's going to go to every other year. Now, something that... Now, that means no new COD every year. That means no new COD every year. come November, every other year. Because realistically, what other competition does COD have in the FPS genre? Battlefield was a total flop. They are giving giving people refunds. Are they really? I liked Battlefield. And And the funny thing is... The Battlefield games, when they came out, they were fun to play. It's it's it was different. It's not as ca- it's not as casual. It's still a casual game, but it's not as casual. Now, here's one yeah. thing that kind of gives it away. Major, um, major cheat providers let out statements saying they are no longer supplying cheats for Battlefield 2042 due to the fact that there is such a limited player base. It's not worth for them to supply cheats. Now they're going through Warzone. Obviously, you got that huge lawsuit right now with um, engine owning, and we don't know where that's going to go because the company's out of Germany, and that's where everybody's at. And they're trying to get they got a I think a a court order. They they requested that they subpoena like Google and all these Twitter and companies so they can get these handlers, these hackers' names, personal information, so they can supply them with um, lawsuits. Yes, and. Um, I mean, we're. I mean, we don't know where that's going to go with that kind of settle down a little bit. I think they're just trying to make an example because this this lawsuit they want they're suing them for twenty five hundred dollars per offense. So if you went on and you got <laughs> wall hacks, oh you God. know, aimbot, and st- you say you got three different hacks. That's seventy five hundred dollars per player per incident. It's something crazy in the ballpark of like eight hundred million dollars they're suing them for. That's yeah. That's uh, obviously they're just trying to make an example out of them. In the realm of realism, that's not going to happen. No, it's not. Why it's not going to get enough attention? Now, now, if Microsoft takes over this and there's still issues with hackers, now that's another thing with hackers. People were saying that the whole new Ricochet anti-cheat software, whatever there is, isn't working. Well, in the last week. There's been some known hackers. They're not shy about that they use it. They're shooting at somebody. Hit marker, hit marker, hit marker. They'll empty a clip and do like no damage and then get killed. Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference. You know what I mean. Gun gun structure. Gun bullets. So Bangs. But they'll do that and they don't, like it's, they think the hit detection is messed up. Well, they're actually doing one hit point of damage each bullet. So they're thinking that instead of banning cheaters, they're making their bullets do one hit point of damage per shot instead. I don't. So what this is doing is these players... Now, I've seen multiple multiple videos of this happening. That makes you wonder, have you ever had it where you're having a good game and then your next game, it's like you're hitting every shot, but you're not getting kills? Yeah, I just they have that the, lag. <laughs> they have the ability to go in and dictate how much damage each bullet does crazy and like I'm, I'm like i'm really it's, it's the way to make it seem it's the way to be like okay well that means that you know you want to make it more even so you can keep the player base it's not because that's what the whole skill base match so you're like you're like nerfing good players exactly instead of just putting them in a different no i think I, I think they are doing both but i think there is players that are going against that Look, by doing i suck at halo like, there i'll say it <laughs> Started off in ranked games, got ranked gold one. I thought, holy shit, I'm in a gold tier. Come to find out there's like fucking diamond, platinum, obsidian. There's probably a fucking crystal version up in there too. I'm like, God 
<laughs> Damn it. The only time I get ranked gold is when there's like five other fucking tiers of it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, you know, anti-cheat uh, movements that are just bonkers. Um, you know, it's it's become so easy to report somebody when somebody thinks something's not right. I think one of the games I played, uh, you, you could have a kill cam and then just press X in the kill cam if you thought something was funny and then that would send a little report whether it sent the report or not to whoever and whether they actually read them real time or something i don't think any of the cheaters in those games were ever being held accountable for any of it and i remember a couple videos coming out where um (laughs) i think some of the developers were just like hey we've got this new cheat stuff so we're gonna we're gonna ban these cheaters as soon as we find out with some hard evidence that they're cheating we're gonna ban them and we're gonna make it so that they can never even make a new profile and and play the same game again mm-hmm. because we'll have you know their their IP addresses or their MAC addresses I, to their IP hardware. Bands, yeah, and, and some of the people should be getting stuff like that because they're well, they're taking advantage. Of, but the problem is, it's really hard to dictate that because there yeah, are really good players yes. out there, and you'll see streamers and they'll get shadow banned because they have they'll games. have people that don't like them that just goes in and reports them just because, and that's why and. We didn't griefers. We didn't notice. Yeah, exactly. The people we that didn't press notice. X, even though nothing happened, even though they're just better than them, and they just got a headshot yep. from a mile away, they press X anyways. They they didn't. Can you imagine how flooded the report system was like right away? Oh, I'm sure. Just, oh man, these people ain't going to use this very often. Some people are just better at Call of Duty. No. Oh god, all of a sudden we have fifty thousand reports in five minutes. Right, and there's <laughs> not. They don't have enough staff to be able to keep up with you know no, going was, through videos and checking just, it, watching players to see what they're doing. It was just to make people feel better about yeah. themselves. But then they came out with a video that was like, "Hey, you know, we got this new software, and we're going to ban these cheaters." And they literally had people on Twitter that were posting videos in in response to that the video that came out, and they were like, "Hey, I'm playing on the new the new version downloaded," and literally gamertag. Uh, you know, like all kinds of information of what they were playing from is just readily available, and they're like, "Hey, I'm still cheating. Like, do something about it." Yeah, and yeah. To this and day, they're still they're still out there using aimbots. You know, the video was literally of a guy just using an aimbot, just killed like three people in two seconds, and posted and that right. That, in there's their nothing face. they can do, and this wasn't even as big of an issue until crossplay when you threw in PC with that, because the majority of the cheaters are on pc because it's it's a lot easier easier. to get you know hacks and stuff like that for pc than it is you know a console yeah um but you know that's kind of where we're at now i don't see crossplay going away anytime soon you know i mean you can turn off crossplay on your normal multiplayer i think the only ones that can turn off crossplay on warzone is playstation so i think i've seen something on uh, i think i've seen some halo infinite uh crossplay options too i think i just defaults to everybody you can play anything yeah that one i'm not sure i haven't uh, other than the beta i haven't really done halo infinite i do got it downloaded i just haven't gotten around to playing the actual game i had fun when i played the uh played the beta for a few hours but um i think we're getting a little off topic here on this but um, i digress yeah i digress but there was one thing that over the last few months that microsoft had been kind of putting out there that they were trying to get into the mobile market because obviously with mobile gaming, you reach a lot more people. What is it? They estimate something like 3 billion people you'll, you potentially reach with mobile gaming because there's a lot more people that have phones than they do have because of, consoles. Because of Facebook and Twitter and social media ads, I can't scroll through Facebook. Without for, seeing some kind of game or for something For two minutes like without getting a game invite from like Arena or some ridiculous <clears throat> yep. 
and, and, and there's money behind these things too. Oh God. I yeah. remember Candy Crush. They were like, Oh, this is a big deal. Cause Candy Crush was suing everybody that used the word, um, crush or something in their yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were and trying they to put, copy. They put saga on the last part of their name to like trademark that word to make it synonymous with that company. And then other companies were coming out and making like, uh, fruit ninja saga. And then they were instantly just getting annihilated by candy crush and candy crush was like forming this you know like we're the only ones that can have this name for our mobile game yep and yeah that's another one well i mean there is you know most of these games are quote unquote free but they make huge sums of money we'll get into that in a second but they were yep microtransactions obviously you got cod mobile um so that's another one that activision owns that obviously microsoft is going to pick up so there's going to be one right there um but on top of that, they did want to get into the mobile market, and by buying Activision, they pick up Candy Crush, and Candy Crush is owned by Activision and company. And the thing with that is, people are like, oh, it's a mobile game that's ridiculous, it's been around forever. Well, guess what? 2020, I was just talking to you about this, $1.2 billion in revenue in the year 2020. They literally make right around a million dollars a day in microtraction transaction sales yeah and people don't understand um <clears throat> you know how much money is involved with like game sponsorships and uh being somebody that is uh, synonymous with a game as like a, a big time call of duty player or a big time halo player uh major league gaming stuff um there is just an absurd amount of money that just funnels into these guys's bank accounts for just playing games and all the other ways they get money through, uh, you know, just whether it's having tournaments and and sponsoring other companies and stuff like that, other other people getting their name involved, they're paying them money to use their logo. Or logo. Um, there's so many different ways that money comes in through gaming, and it doesn't surprise me that this is one of the biggest purchases of all time. It doesn't surprise me that player people are making a million dollars a day or like Call of Duty making $5 million a day. It That doesn't surprise me anymore. And like, it's it's because there's so many people playing games. Yeah, but like, damn, man, it's I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I really am. I'm out here working for a living and I should just be playing Call of Duty. Yep. I should have got in a long time ago. I could have been like any of these guys streaming. Yeah, I exactly. I could have been Dr. Disrespect, man. The, I could have yeah. been Dr. Disrespect right out of high school. Yeah, I think he's on what YouTube now or something like that because Twitch banned him. I think for life or something Twitch, like that. Yeah, Twitch came out and it was a whole another platform for people to get all kinds of. Incentives. I mean, that, that's another big company, and I mean, obviously you had Microsoft did have uh, their own streaming thing, and that was uh, Mixer. I like seeing but then my they friends sold on the Twitch. Facebook. I love seeing like people play video games and stuff and like doing cool stuff on video games, but I. I feel bad because it's like, damn, these guys are doing the same exact thing some of these big names, these big name guys are doing, and some of them are doing it better. And it's like, holy shit! It's man. just hitting the right, There's, hitting the right time, to, yeah. hitting the right person, right time, or having right things, right you know, agent, maybe. Because some of these bigger uh, streamers will go in and raid small. Uh, they'll raid small streamers, you know. So this person might have like 10 or 15 people in their stream next thing you know they got like eight or nine hundred oh yeah they just miracle bomb oh hey you know, you know and then some people find out. people like that you know i go on twitch now and again i mean i got some that i do like watching you know like 
Um, I'm Marksman. Um, if you get into Call of Duty, he's like a, probably the biggest search and destroy player that's out there. I can't believe that this guy does not go pro as far as just playing because he is probably better in search than any other COD pro that's out there. But I'm sure he makes a hell of a lot more money doing streaming than he would with having to travel for tournaments and things like that. Yeah. I mean, heck, I got a lot of friends from high school that are getting in on the Twitch stuff now. Um, <laughs> more friends that I, you know, uh, just gamers that I've come in contact with, um, just sheer happenstance, find out they don't actually live too far away. Um, you know, friends in real life with people that I've met in video games and, uh, shit, dude, it's just like an online, uh, an online, it's an online community is community, what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I just, like I said, I mean, just thinking about, you know, <laughs> how the stars have to align to get some of these people uh, exposure or what yeah, have you, they. You really have to get lucky in a lot of that stuff for, you know, people to find you. Because I've seen these, you got some streamers that have the nicest setups. They're amazing players. They got good personalities and stuff like that. Yeah. And they just don't have the outreach, you know. It, it, a lot of it is luck or, you know, you got to have you know a nice um really nice per- big personality you personality know personality yeah. a yeah. lot of personality showing in your stream kind yeah. of thing and some genius marketing yeah uh, genius. to be able to sell literally anything you could sell water to your fans yeah yeah bath water <laughs> oh god we're not even gonna, some of the some of the some of the stuff that they do you oh, know is man. just crazy but they hey you know what they're making tons of money with people watching them do ridiculous things, whether it be licking a microphone or <sighs> sitting ASMR in a hot videos. tub. Okay, yeah. ASMR, I get it. Like it's, It might be outside. I think I might digress a bit here, but um, sounds that sound good are good, I guess. But most of those sounds are just annoyingly bad. <laughs> we should do a stream, just a, a solid 30 minutes. We each get a bag of corn nuts. I need some fake just, nails yeah. that are like three inches long. I'm just going to like start. I'm just going to touch stuff. Touch stuff and whisper. I'm going to yeah. whisper and just touch this mic. This is, this is ASMR. If nobody knows, people get paid money to do this. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts of money. Ugh. But yeah, <laughs> since you're, you we're talking about Twitch there, I want to touch at least on one more company that... Uh, Activision owns that Microsoft now picked up, and that's Major League Gaming, MLG. MLG. And we all know it. Yeah, we all wanted to be MLG. Yeah, there was all there was always that thing, you know. I mean, capital I, X, lowercase X, quick scope, MLG. Yeah, Marshall, and capital and X, lowercase X. A lot of people don't realize, but I think that uh, like virtual gaming is the future you know people think it's ridiculous to sit in a stadium and watch people play video games well it happens a lot a lot more overseas um you've got in toronto i believe that they are currently building a arena that's going to be primarily for esports an esport arena an esport arena is supposed to seat i believe five thousand people they're also gonna obviously do concerts and different things like that but they're gonna have obviously this was i think this was announced well if it's gonna be a venue it's gonna be a venue but it's 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 kind of primarily an esports arena because you know you've got uh toronto's got a professional call of duty team uh i can't even think of the name of them now but obviously when you think call of duty and you think professional gaming you're gonna instantly think you're gonna think phase optic 100 thieves have been really big um but uh yeah enjoy your beef jerky 
I'm just snacking. <laughs> I got the snacks. Try, trying this to is make... my ASMR video. I'm just going to wrinkle a bit. You got the meats. I'm going to wrinkle this for you guys. There's some ASMR. Pay me money and buy my bathwater. But more importantly, buy Sergeant Dunn's beef jerky. <laughs> Made right here. In, well, not right here. But <laughs> Today's episode brought Sterling, to you Illinois. by... It's good stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I think... Um, that them also picking up MLG opens up a lot of different things with that. Um, I know all week I've seen nothing about nothing but PlayStation versus Xbox still, and you have tons of people on PlayStation's like, oh, well, PlayStation still has better exclusives. I'm like, I'm concerned. Look at your best. Very look at your best. This. Look at your best um, game that they always brag about. Spider-Man, Miles Morales, sold just under seven million copies. That's still not even a quarter what Call of Duty sold last year. I mean, people need to understand, they do have some good single player. God of War, amazing game, great story. Um, I never really got into the Spider-Man games, but they do have solid single player games. But that's where it ends. What what FPS game do, do they have? I think somebody brought up... Uh, Sonar or something like that. It's an old one from PlayStation 2, an FPS game that they were talking about. Clueless. Because... Oh, shit. Nice. But, yeah, if they uh, if they lose Call of Duty, you know, where where is that going to put them on PlayStation? If, if for some reason, Xbox is like, you know what? It's an Xbox exclusive. Now, obviously, yeah, they are going to put it very, on PC, it's too. It's a very real it, possibility. Yeah. And because, and especially with the statement that they made... Um, where they have no intention of taking any current titles off of PlayStation. They will current not rem- yeah, they will not remove it. They have no intention of not releasing anything. By not coming out and directly saying that you're going to keep these games on here, realistically, they're, of course, Warzone or anything comparable to that, they are going to keep on PlayStation, I that think. A, that I was think- a nice ASMR sound. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I'm just going to... Um, they are gonna, they are, <laughs> they are gonna keep Warzone crossplay. They're gonna keep that on PlayStation, because um, that way it still will give people on there a better, you know, outreach for Call of Duty. But and here's the thing: if they do make it exclusive, now you got you got people on PlayStation playing Warzone. Every time a new Call of Duty drops, they put in all the all the new guns from the current game. Well, guess what? If they do that, they could be like PlayStation. Okay, you're gonna get those guns, but guess what? Now people on Xbox have already been leveling those new guns up two or three months before it's released in Warzone, so they have a huge advantage when it comes to that. And you don't even have an access to get those guns unlocked until you get it on Warzone because you can't even get the game. On the flip side, they you got the Halo Master Chief Collection where they you know rolled in all the old yeah. Halos. What if they were to do something like that on Xbox? What if they were to say, okay, we're going to remaster all the games? They could do this where yeah. each each off year, if they're going to do a new COD every every other year, on the off years, yeah, add I'm- a remastered Call of Duty. Now, they did just release uh, Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered, uh, I think, was it last year or the year before with Modern... I think it was the year before with Modern Warfare. It was just the campaign, though, that they released. I think it was separate purchase. You purchase it for like twenty or thirty bucks or something. Remastered, like that. right? Like better graphics. Yes, just the campaign though. With the Russian invasion. Yes. Of the burger shot. Everything's on it. Holy shit! So, so now you've got that, but then there's rumors that they already have 
Modern Warfare 2 Remastered ready. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And and that so, same stride. So the Master Chief Collection, you get all the Halo games. All of them. Then they shut down the Halo 3 servers. So you can't play on Halo 3 You can't anymore. play on the old 360. Is there a possibility that... <clears throat> they do that with Call of Duty? Call of Duty collection. Here's the thing. They do have contracts with PlayStation where they got to do the exclusive stuff, yada, 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 whatever. Have you ever read the back of your case on your Call of Duty? On the back, it says, we do not guarantee online play or servers being available. So they, if they wanted to, after this year's Call of Duty, and it has its cycle, starting next Call of Duty, hey, we're shutting down all the old Call of Duties. Hey, yep, we're shutting down. And now down. you have to buy them on Xbox. And now you're stuck. Oh, you don't have an Xbox? Oh, okay, we're sorry. A, you know, you got a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't care about it. Okay, but if you're a, if you're if you only there's a lot of people that are like this, they only play one or two games a year. Yeah. They're not somebody that plays you know twenty or thirty games a year. And they play certain games, so they invest all the free time that they do play on games. They've invested in those games. So Call of Duty, you got somebody that's an FPS fan. What choices do you have for FPS right now? Call of Duty and Battlefield. Oh well, you got Halo, you got Fortnite. Those are third-person shooters. Those are Far not first-person shooters. You know, so they're completely different styles of games. I don't really care for third-person shooters usually, to be honest. You know, so it's kind of that thing where we don't know where this is going to go. Obviously, this could yeah, just fall and through, and it doesn't, and the, and it doesn't happen. If anybody's going to try and make this not happen, it's going to be Sony. One hundred percent, it's going to be Sony. Sony is going to have to put. They're going to have to play the game, and they're going to have to put up some big money to get some big-time lobbyists to get into the U.S. government before <laughs> Microsoft gets their fingers in there. They probably already do. My, yeah, it's, my, if, it's a dirty job. Here's the thing. if micro, They did a good job keeping this quiet because I didn't even hear a whisper of this stuff coming. And you, yeah. you talk about Boom. some... How do you keep this stuff quiet? I mean, I'm sure it happened fast, but you know, Microsoft's not just going to announce something like this, not thinking that there is even a remote chance that this is going to fall through. But You're I not going to invest this kind of money. $68.7 billion. Shareholders. Dollars they're the ones cash. that are going to be Activision shareholders. You know, once this actually finalizes, I think the stocks right now for Activision are around 90 bucks a share or something like that. What do you think they're going to go to once this deal closes? They're probably going to skyrocket, right? You know, because people, I think people have more faith in Microsoft handling things than Activision at this point with the way everything's been going with, you know, the lawsuits and all this kind of yeah, stuff I can mixed see in with, with it. With the Blizzard situation going down, what an opening. What what a cutthroat chance to jump in and be like, And man. I think this is why, I think that's part of the reason this deal actually <laughs> We're going to restructure your corporate setting. Right. And they're I bet everybody planning. there is like, fucking do it. And you know, the thing is... Um, <laughs> I can't think of his name. I did think of Xbox CEO's name, Phil Spencer. But um, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, he's been in the company since, like, I think the early to mid-90s, I guess. So right now, he it's he's going to stay in place until this deal closes out. I think it's set right now with all his bonuses, his stock options, and all this stuff. When he leaves the company, he's going to have a payout due to him somewhere on the $250 million range. It's like, what hey, these, what leave. What do these people do? Here is a quarter of a billion dollars. 
this is what this guy is owed. Like he he restructured his stuff. I think um, last year he made he only his salary was like eight hundred thousand for the year, but he got like eighty five million dollars in shares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's great how that works. Like, yeah. It's like I didn't actually make money, but I've got money sitting there. And especially with the way that this looks right now, if they gave him $85 million in shares and suddenly that raises by like 30% from now until that deal closes. Now, obviously, if this deal goes through, then their stock is probably going to go down quite a bit, um, especially with like Microsoft. But I don't, I just don't, barring something crazy happening, I just don't see that becoming a thing because this is such a big deal and really the only one it's potentially going to hurt i know some people are like oh then that's going to leave no competition i don't i don't think that's what this is going to do because it's it's a little different because you have a company that basically makes computers game systems and software essentially you know yeah, and they're everything. and they're and they're buying something like this you know and they get into the whole thing where this is kind of leading into the whole where you get into the Facebook, where you get to like the metaverse and things like that. This is going to be like the mm. gaming. We're we are a hop, skip, and a jump away from Ready Player One right now. <laughs> right now, this is what we're looking at. And gamer, here's the thing: <laughs> way better movie. <laughs> it's going to be whoever can do VR right is going to be the one that's going to be on top of this whole thing. I know yeah. with the with the Oculus that Facebook's got. Um, that's the first thing that came it's to mind. just not as it's just not as big so with it's gonna be who can make who can make call of duty vr but actually good i'm talking where you have the exact same graphics and everything and it's right there ready now let's get it started chris yeah so another thing that that we need to talk about here because i mean i don't know if we mentioned it but sony saw their stock drop drop within 24 hours yeah, twenty billion dollars. Yep. Their stock dropped. Yep. That's huge. Yeah, because it's it's coming. Like the the like people are concerned about this because yeah, if you you're like oh we have all <coughs> our exclusives and stuff. Well, that's great, but eighty percent of your players on PlayStation play a third party game. Majority of your player base play a game that's available everywhere. Now another thing too is right now PlayStation. They are having trouble producing PS5s, of course, chip shortage and everything. Yeah. They kicked back up production of PS4s because of this. They did announce that recently. Xbox, they are done producing Xbox Ones. Yeah, they're, yep. They are going pedal to metal. They may not be able to produce as much. Now, Now, obviously, getting a Series X, I've got a Series S. Getting a Series X is pretty much impossible right now and most people aren't going to be able to just go into the store to get one for at least another year year yeah same with the playstation 5s right we've all seen i honestly think the x's are a lot better yeah i honestly think the xbox series x's are a lot harder to come by especially now after this announcement those are gonna i bet you right now the value on them on like ebay has probably gone up since that announcement yeah but here's here's your chance to buy them and turn around and sell them make a couple hundred dollars people are like nobody is going to go out and buy a new console just for that well there's a lot of people that haven't been able to get a new console let's say starting in 2023 the new call of duty let's just call it i don't know shit black ops 6 the one or cold war 2 whatever you want to call it let's let's just realm of possibility let's just say that's the next call of duty or why not call of duty black ops one 
why not if they're going to mo- revamp modern warfare they could do the same thing with black ops they could technically do it but here's the thing if people are still having problems getting their hands on a system what's to say um who we got in here floyd floyd ember done oh that's done. the man jamie that's the beef jerky man yeah. the man with the meat so that's who you get it from so um yeah so let's say for example that microsoft comes in they get the purchase they make it exclusive call it the next call of duty for 2023 is exclusive to xbox and pc because of course they're going to keep it on pc regardless now xbox may get some a few things earlier than pc for example um but let's say for example the series s retails for 300 bucks so let's say for example they're gonna go okay you're gonna get this for 299.99 you get your game pass and you get call of duty included with the purchase of a new Series S. Like, right there... Combo deals, they do that, yeah. It, it may not be a Series X. It's a $300 system. It's still cheaper than PlayStation 4s because they, they're they in the price range of, what, four and 500 I think, for the discless and then the disc version. Yeah, there's, there's a difference. I, I can't remember the dollar amount exactly, but... So, so that's where we're sitting right now with that. Um, so that's definitely within the realm of possibilities as far as that goes. I mean, we're going to see here... I mean, I think over the next couple months, we're going to get a better feel for what's going on. Because this week, if you follow any type of gaming news network, IGN, or any of the other big ones, this is all they've been talking about all week long. And people on both sides are, you know, they're like, what what does this mean? What is this going to do? You know, of course, you got Xbox fanboys, you got PlayStation fanboys. And I mean, realistically, a lot of these titles probably will stay cross-gen you also have the pc master race the guys in the middle that don't have to play the game (laughs) right right and you know and that's where i this is where i get to where people make such big deal oh call of duty is not it's not popular anymore it's not winning you know all these gaming awards and stuff i'm like still making it's a cash cow that's essentially what it is right now who's saying it's not pop like that doesn't make any sense that's because it's five million dollars a day it's people that are hardcore gamers that are gaming 10 hours a day that's not your casual gamer. That's why those, those people don't like Call of Duty, but a majority of them do. Now, here's the thing. When this switch is over, okay, and we're going to go back to Call of Duty because obviously this is the biggest title that Activision has right now is Call of Duty, hands down, especially ever since Warzone. So you're going to... People don't think about this, but for a while there you had... Let me think here. You had... Oh, Call of Duty Ghost through well i know call of duty ghost aw that was xbox exclusives it was black ops 3 that they switched over to playstation they got exclusive rights where they get you know the dlc like a month early and stuff like that whatever perks so whatever console has the exclusivity rights not exclusive to the console that's where the per you know all the competitive all the competitive stuff goes on so all these competitors all these pro players they switched from xbox to playstation playstation to xbox whatever because they have to play on what they are going to be competing on. You can't be practicing on one console if you're going to play on the other. Which means all those players are going to switch back over to Xbox. And then on top of that, you have people that are huge fans of some of these pro players. What do you think they're going to do? You think if their favorite player is playing on Xbox, they're going to stay with PlayStation? A lot no. of them are going to switch no, to systems. No, there's 100% their, their friend base too. And that is that is that is the major point of what this all comes down to, is does this purchase disrupt the regular 
you know, PlayStation versus Xbox as we know it from the past 15 years, is it going to completely dismantle the back and forth? Uh, I mean, I, I brought it up before with people too, like Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Similar, similar setup, you know. Sometimes you have a Pepsi if you're at a restaurant. Sometimes you have a Coke. Coca-Cola. It's totally superior option, by the way. <laughs> but they're in a position where they have to keep Pepsi around because if Pepsi goes bankrupt with all the different companies that PepsiCo owns, if that all goes bankrupt and that whole structure dismantles, Coca-Cola, without doing anything, just business as usual as it is right now, will be so huge that they will be in the same endangered area of a monopoly. Right. And cue the government coming in and saying, ah, man, you got to hold on a lot of soft drink companies and a lot of other stuff too. Break it up. Just like Microsoft back in 2001. Right. Could be the same, similar, same, same type situation. But... But at the same time, too, I mean, we're getting into... I mean, gaming is just... It's just a market that even government doesn't have much experience with. You know, especially when it comes to what are your rights when you're online on social media. Yeah. They don't have a way to police that or even Long story say short, you don't right have any because it's a private company that owns it. <laughs> right, and and that's what it gets into. when Your rights a, are what they told you. And when you, you get into gaming are. and stuff like that, that's basically where you run into at the same time is it's kind of like that gray area because you do have other companies. You have Sony. I believe they're number two as far as gaming goes, and you have Tencent, which is based out of China. Um, Tencent. Tencent. That's a dime. Yeah, it is a dime. So there are companies that are bigger, and even after this acquisition, that probably still will be bigger because, I mean, even though this is happening now and it'll take place next summer – it's going to be a good amount of time before it really starts kicking in. Um, realistically, at least two or three years because Sony does have contracts and I'm sure some of the contracts go for the next couple of years. Like I said, the Call of Duty, I think, is only through this year, I believe. It, they might have one more year. Um, but again, I don't know how all that works. Uh, it might be just something in the contracts where it's like they had with Activision where it's like if you don't, hold up giving us all these exclusive deals you have to pay us you know 300 million dollars microsoft might just say okay here's 300 million dollars and say screw you it's an xbox exclusive now they can 100 percent do that and 100%. they st they just they just dropped almost 70 billion dollars what's another 300 million to yeah. them at this point you know especially picking up call of duty you're gonna make that in a couple of days anyways that's what everybody's worried about that's that's and and it's not just you know, people that are like super hyper aware of all this stuff. No, it's it's a lot of people that you know have their livelihoods wrapped up in these in these games and stuff too. You know, uh, people that play World of Warcraft, um, all those games we we named before. Shoot, where's the list we got? But World of Warcraft, it's not something that's worrying PlayStation because people don't really care if they get World of Warcraft on PlayStation because it's been on PC. So that's not one of those yeah. games where people are concerned about. It's the big games. It's the Call of Duties. It's, it's the, the Overwatch. Yeah. Um, those are obviously the two big ones um, that are going to be kind of out there. But there's other games that they could you know, potentially re revive. I know a lot of people were big Destiny fans. you know. But I heard you know, with Destiny 2, mm. there was a lot of people that kind of fell off with that. 
and it, it was super popular. I remember when it first came out, and then it kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Um, raids. People like raiding. People like it's the same concept in Destiny to World of Warcraft. People like the loot aspect. People like to grind. But I was disappointed with Destiny because I was like, man, there's, you know, I'm in it for the campaigns, fifty fifty. You know, yep. and if it doesn't have anything to occupy my interest and get me immersed in the story, and and extra stuff, you know, then then I I can't care about it. And Destiny was one of those games where when it came out. Um, be what it was over over promised and under delivered as it was uh you know playing it there wasn't that many um wasn't that much to grind for even so yeah i played it for probably just a couple months before i was like man <laughs> like i'm sitting here doing you know backpacking work even even though i suck at halo i feel like i was doing a good job playing destiny and i'm not putting any money into this game and i'm not getting you know, some of these random drops or some of the stuff that these other guys are getting. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I don't have enough time of a day to, to sit on the game for, you know, four hours and raid, but like, sheesh. Well, and you talk about time on game because nowadays it just seems like uh, most of these developers, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's necessarily developers, it's the publishers that want to make money. So they try and keep players playing their games as long as possible. Like, you know, I remember with, you know, old school Call of Duty that, you know, you're going to have 10 to 15 attachments on a gun. You know, you can spend maybe a few hours. You got it maxed out. You got all the attachments. You're good to go. Well, now, um, apparently they made it a little faster when it comes to leveling up guns because the guns now, it's all about attachments. You know, each each gun has fucking 60, 70 attachments on each gun, you know, so it takes forever to level them up. And, of course, the good attachments are all the way towards the end there. So you've got people that, you know, they did a test and, you know, some people were taking 12, 13 hours per gun to get it maxed. No. That's a, yeah, that's a lot of time. <laughs> now, they, now they fixed it. This yeah. was when the game first launched, you know, and this was with a halfway, you know, a pretty decent player doing it. And it, it literally took them, God, what was it? I want to say it was somewhere around, like, 160 basically like four weeks straight playing to get all the guns completely leveled up and an average gamer is not going to be able to do this you have to just pick pick a few guns that you want to use um and it's i mean it's probably not too far off i mean i think i took somewhere in the ballpark of oh 10 hours or so to get one maxed out i it's just ridiculous any of them in a long time i mean i'm i'm lucky enough to as the couple of games have come out lately, um, I've had a PlayStation 4 for the longest time. Um, but just recently when, when Halo came out, I, a good buddy gave me a good deal on an Xbox so I could play it with everybody. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in on the Halo now. <laughs> and, uh, like I said, you know, it's, it, it's just like my buddy said, you know, it plays like a sport. And uh, maybe I'm just a, a bad sport or I suck at the game leaning on the ladder but i i don't know man is is all the games that i used to play on the playstation am I, is there even going to be a reason to have a playstation anymore um I'm, I'm struggling to think about games that you know didn't tie into activision or anything like that somehow um being on a playstation i mean they, do, they I, do, do i sell it now i mean they do have they do have some good games <clears throat> and you know you can't really take much away from from that but if you're somebody that doesn't really play those games, then it doesn't really matter. Um, you know, you got some other big companies, some other games that are really, really big on PlayStation, EA. 
uh you yeah. got yeah. uh oh 2k it was really big a lot of <laughs> okay. a lot of people play games, yes. you know basketball and stuff like that that's another company that could possibly be purchased maybe maybe sony goes after ea tries to get exclusivity rights now i the people that go and spend 60 70 dollars every year for the same they talk about these are the same people that are saying cod's the same every year and they're going and buying a basketball a football game every year for the updated roster that is literally the only difference minus maybe a few tweaks here and there i don't know anybody that does that honestly but uh, I know a few people that I know do it. A lot it. more people that are straight cod train purists. Well, here's the thing. I mean, Call of Duty and Halo. Even though people complain, it's like, oh, cod's always the same. But you knew that you could go into a new game. It might have some diff- a few different mechanics, but you know, new guns, different things. There is a lot of things that I would like to see come back to the series. I am not a diehard cod fan. Where I started in, like a lot of people in COD Four. Like the first Modern Warfare. I didn't start then. My first COD experience was Black Ops 1. I did the Black Ops 1. Um, I did not play Modern Warfare 3. Um, And then from there I went Black Ops 2. Then you had Call of Duty Ghosts. You had Advanced Warfare. You had uh, Black Ops 3. And that's kind of where I fell off where I played a little bit of Infinite Warfare. And I just didn't, I wasn't interested in it. Did not get into Black Ops 4. I, I just didn't like it. Honestly, I liked Advanced Warfare. That was probably one of the funnest games, Call of Duties, that I've played because it was that was the start of skill-based matchmaking, but it was like super simple because essentially yeah. it went by your KD. Yep. So there was people buying God accounts that had like a .001 KD and going and dropping like 100, 200 kills in a game without even breaking a sweat. You know, but at the same time too, there's a lot of stuff you can go in there and do fun. Like one thing I think they need to do, we need to bring back, we need to get rid of disbanding lobbies after every game. That needs to stop. It takes so long to find a game to begin with, and then after the game, it disbands and you get to start all over. Yeah. You need to bring back map voting again. That has to come back. You know, because there's some maps that people just do not want to play. Yeah. But how? Like before, I met a ton of people to play with just by playing the game and talking and game chat now with crossplay it's perfect because there's a lot of people that do crossplay and unless you're playing unless you're in a discord or something like that talking to everybody you're playing with you're in game chat you're forced to be in game chat because before i think i want to say call of duty ghost was the last game that had certain game modes that had forced game chat you could not like if you're on xbox you could not be in xbox party chat you had it forced you over like search search was one of them where you had to be in game chat now they had it where if you died you were in like this a different chat even with the enemies like you could not talk to your teammates so you couldn't be like oh he was this and that that's one thing i didn't really care for but i think that they need to bring they need to bring that back uh force game chat with that because that's how you meet people but if after the game it, the lobby breaks and you're in a different one. Yeah, you don't get a conversation yeah, going not, there. It's not so personal anymore. It's obviously not as toxic because I it know. doesn't get the ability to become toxic. But then at the same time, <clears throat> too, you lose the fact that you can't meet new people to play with. Yeah, and that, that's that's actually a big portion of what I miss from back in uh, you know the the heyday of the Xbox Live days was you know not um, not to get into the toxic aspect of it, but just to get into the, you know, um, 
random chance of like you're in a lobby and you play a couple games with a guy and you're just like i don't know he seems like a pretty cool guy you send him a friend request years later you know there's people that i know in real life that (laughs) you know granted one of them was uh one of the guys name i was like br freak 420 or something like that back in the day um finale that guy lived in like new york or something like that but like we were friends for like years and years and years on xbox and you know all the um xbox gamer tags and everything they, they all rolled over we all you know got a new xbox when it was absolutely necessary and we kept playing you know the new installations of the new games and stuff and now like some people have lifelong friendships from back in like the halo yeah, two just, days just playing a game. i don't see that that's not happening anymore and yeah it's because the the game base is the player base has become toxic as hell but yeah, but I mean, that, that comes part of it. But at the same time, too, overall, it was still a better experience. Like, yeah. Well, like you were saying, like I met one guy back in, it was towards the end of Call of Duty Ghost Life Cycle. So we're talking 2013. 2000, no, I guess 2013 is when it came <laughs> out. I can so go back even farther than that. It, it would like have been 2007, 2008. And it would have been somewhere around the beginning of, of 2014. I still play with them online here and there because we still get on. Yeah. So you're talking that was eight years ago, yeah. you know, and like even back in AW, and this is one thing that I have the best memories from because we got, there was a group of us, we actually had a full lobby and that's, when you have a full team of oh, six, yeah. that was the best time to play because you can go in there and you can destroy lobbies <laughs> and you can even just screw around. Like we found this one, the whole team, Riot Shields and a rocket launcher in search. Oh so we were doing this, were we were doing guys. stupid stuff. Like we we're like, you know, uh, like you get jetpacks and stuff. Like, you got one that you could hover. So, we'd go up there, we'd hover, and we'd wait for him to go by, and then we'd, like, shoot him. We started doing that, and they started catching up. These guys were cracking up on the other team. We were in the same lobby with the exact same people for, like, three hours. Oh, man. That's Literally, it was the same 12 people for, like, three hours. We were just screwing around at that point. Everybody Big was having fun, style. having a good time. Yeah. But we don't, you don't get that anymore, and I think that's, is, that's, what, that's what killed COD, I think. I'm not saying yeah. it's, it's dead, but that definitely... That's definitely what hurt COD because people can't go and meet people so and in, that in, just ruins it. In contrast to that, uh, you know, I started on Call of Duty probably way before you did. It sounds like I was involved with a uh, big red one back in the day, which was back when those games mm-hmm. were historically based um, in like World War Two even. And uh, I think those games were you leveled up online based on experience alone. You got a kill, you got 10 XP, you need a thousand XP to level up to you know, they kept it real. It was like a sergeant or, you know, <laughs> a master sergeant or whatever. You, you could go all the way up to general, just right. like they have now. But back then, you know, you didn't get like, you know, um, perks and stuff like that. You basically just leveled up and got new guns. And, um, you know, it's come a long way since then. But, yeah, you know, I just, it's, it's, it's a lot different now than it was back then. But I think you're on the right track of, you know, like what could, uh, be different than than the xbox um i don't even know what you call the experience as it is right now with xbox games playing online um sony's gonna have to make some big moves i think honestly like it's just like you said i mean because they don't even have backwards compatibility right now and i think a lot of people are i think a lot of people downplayed that especially people on playstation oh i don't who wants to go and play a game that's 10 years old but we can but see now, look, but it's like here. oh well, they're coming out with something that you can go and just download the game because then you got to pay. I can actually put the disc into my system, load it up, and play with people on the 360, on the Xbox One, and the Series 
S and X. So what is the, uh, we got the, what is it? Game pass. I forget the names of them, but, um, I know there was one on the Xbox. Actually, I think PlayStation might've started at first. They did. um, They had, what was it? PlayStation plus or PlayStation now. Yeah. Something like that. And you could play like all the old school games from, you know, back in the two thousands and stuff. They just, you know, you could, you could download them in a few minutes and stream the game basically. Um, but but yeah, I don't think they had third-party games like Xbox eventually did. I think a lot of their stuff was first-party games. Because even, even Call of Duty didn't become backwards compatible until I've, I've 2016 so Dude, I remember sitting ish. on Xbox and getting tired of playing the same you know Call of Duty game, and one of my buddies downloaded like friggin' Uno, and we were playing Uno on Xbox all Saturday night. I did that one night, not <sighs> Uno. found this random game. I'm like, 10 bucks ain't bad. Have you ever played Goat Simulator? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, that's that wasn't nearly as long ago as what I was talking about, but yes, I've heard of the Goat Simulator. That is How, here's another question. Some Have of those simulators. They got, what is it? Lawnmower Simulator. I was just going to say, I've seen that, yeah. <laughs> Farm Simulator. I've seen some people get crazy into the, uh, the um, trucking simulator ones. Where they got like a huge rig set up. They got a whole shifter there oh, and man. everything. I'm like, God, I think Xbox just uh, released a... A flight thing or whatever you got the flight simulator yeah for flight simulator but they got a uh, controller that you actually plug in that's got it actually looks more like the cockpit joystick something like that yeah yeah yeah. they've had those for a long time and that that actually there is a lot of uh you know like i wouldn't i wouldn't even touch on the brand mad cats but it's a third party that makes those controllers and some of them are very high quality um but yeah i mean look at the flight simulator games out now uh what Microsoft got involved with those back in the day. And now they have uh, a, so such a high definition um, version of Google earth that they've used in conjunction with flight simulators that I, I haven't been actively looking, but I'm going to try to get a copy of this new flight simulator so I can literally fly over my house because right. it has become a real reality. Right. It's not just, you know, they used to have uh, and back when I had the, the home computer that I absolutely destroyed. Um, you know, that's one of the games that we just found, you know, at like Walmart in the bargain bin or something, but I installed that thing and you know, you got your terrain basically and you could fly around in a helicopter, but you had to, you know, you learn how to use all these controls and every button in the cockpit was an actual button. And it was just like way over my head for being a kid. But I found out eventually if you press this button, and you do something over here, and you pull back. Then you got the throttle, and then you could take off and crash into a building or something. But now it's there's just so much more tech packed into that, and it's all Xbox. Is that what it's going to be coming up? All Xbox? Are you going to have to, you know, get a new Xbox every year? Is is it going to be that meta? Or I I honestly think that I believe. That the Series S and X and possibly like a special Series X Pro Edition or something like that. Maybe something that actually has a hard drive that's, that's big enough to much. hold everything. That's like too I much think, I think this is Microsoft's last gen of consoles. Hmm. I believe that they really want to take cloud gaming seriously. And here's where I see it. In the next... Oh, what this are we is a at? big prediction. We're, we're at twenty. We're at twenty twenty two. Anybody watching right now? I'm gonna all say right. all you guys write this down. That w- by twenty thirty. So I mean, I know this is eight years from now. I believe it's gonna be a little earlier than that. I can't even think of what I want for dinner tonight. Yeah, 
But by 2030, I believe that they are going to stick with the cloud gaming. You're going to play a flat rate. Now, by then, it's not going to be 15 bucks a month. You're probably paying 30 or 35 by that point, if not more. So you're going to have that. You're going to have access to hundreds, if not thousands of games, including games that just release. There will be no more that might be cool. buying any disc. You will get a special controller that you will get from Xbox. That yeah. is literally what you'd have. And you are going to stream all of your games on the cloud on your TV. On any TV, you'll be able to play Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, Need for Speed, Forza, Madden, 2K. You're going to be able to play all these games. I know that you had Google tried the thing. They had Amazon. But they are not experienced with gaming. If any company is going to pull this off, it's going to be a company that is already establishing the Game Pass. Obviously, they have a ways to go because, you know, people are like, oh, there's not very many good games on there. That's true. If only they could just pick up a couple of studios or a company that maybe has some good games, some good existing IPs that they can use that they could put on there. Oh, oh shit. They just did. They just picked up Activision. Right now, you have a half a dozen of uh, established IPs already ready to go. And you have companies that really haven't put down it put out any games they've been assisting with other development of games you know we could take one of the developers uh that's been working on call of duty take them off of call of duty if you're going to be going on a two-year cycle um maybe take uh take sledgehammer how about create a new ip there's a lot of things that you can do right now but looking into the future i think it's going to go into cloud gaming especially with the issue of hey um chip shortages and all this stuff well here's the thing we're gonna get into a time i mean you already got 5g rolling out now i mean it just seems like a few years ago we were rolling with 3g i mean look how fast technology is going and how fast your phone is right now as compared to a couple years ago five years ago 10 years ago okay let's let's you look at it this this way i'm saying 2030 eight years ago eight years ago that puts us at 2014 puts us at 2014 can you remember the phone you were using it in 2014 we didn't even have i think we were just getting into 3g at that point well i remember the phone i was using but i didn't have a phone until i was a freshman in college so i was using a microsoft omnia 2 windows phone <laughs> windows phone yeah. that was a great really idea was. those are those are I, I did have a windows With phone stylus and everything that it sucked because you had it was a pressure sensitive screen instead of like a heat touch right screen so it just but sucked. you know you go back that far and then see where technologies come some come though this far now and then you look another eight years in the future majority of people now have access to high speed internet i mean we're in a i'm in a small town here and i i can get download speeds of like five or six hundred megabytes a second yeah and fiber's coming a long way i know in uh, rock falls we just you know did a citywide rollout of surfnet's fiber so there's going to be some pretty speedy internet going on around that is gonna but you, you know. see what i'm saying so like you know even you look eight nine years ago high speed internet Anything above like 10, 15 megabytes a second, you're going to be paying out out your butt for any type of re- decent speeds. But you didn't really need as much then. So you figure at that by the time what is the, what is the speeds now on 5G? It's it's hella fast. 
is it what 50 100 megabytes a second i can't keep up with it anymore it's i mean you're talking well actually i think depending on your area some 5g can get up to one gig downloads yeah on your phone on 5g phones yeah like right now if you got the xbox app and that's another thing i do like the layout and how everything's set up with xbox it's better now than when they first launched it obviously but the remote play get the app on your phone you turn on your system from your phone you can bluetooth your controller on your phone like if i wanted to if i'm at work i can't game that hard man but i'm just saying it, <laughs> it's possible to do that i gotta be chill at home in the recliner the console makes it easier the controller makes it a lot easier especially right. if it's nice for your hands but that's also why i said like you can you, you can blue your he bluetooth. couldn't he couldn't play in any tournaments unless he kicked his shoes off and put his feet up like on a table and like that was like a that was like a clause written in there. Like he would not play in the tournament unless he could kick his feet up. And he's just like, nah, dude, I can't play the same. <laughs> so there's a guy. There's there's videos of this guy. He's just like kicks his feet up, with his shoes off. He's just playing Halo, and he's good. Well, getting into that, wasn't there? Uh, wasn't the kid? There's a kid that won a fort a singles Fortnite tournament or something like that. Fortnite. Wasn't, wasn't he like eight or nine years old and won a million dollar tournament or something like I that? I can't believe that, man. I know I had a buddy. Uh, I had a buddy. My buddy Sam. He could very well be watching this at some point. He he had a big story that he told everybody back in college. He had a little nest egg. Um, he oh, what game was it? I think it was Call of Duty. I think it was a Halo game. I think it was back when Halo Three was around, or Halo Two. Mark my words. He got in on a Las Vegas tournament when he was sixteen. Um. Don't know any of the bylaws of betting in Las Vegas when you're underage or how it worked, but he went down there with like his middle school graduation money and bet on himself to win a Halo tournament. And that lucky son of a gun got like fourth or third place or something like that and won like fifty grand off a few hundred dollars of a bet. And he just that was that was his little nest egg for the rest of his life. He he won a tournament in freaking Las Vegas when he was like sixteen playing Halo. Nice. That's as close as I've ever come to anybody who's ever got any money from anything well related to video games. Gaming has gotten so big now that I mean, even these Warzone tournaments, you're getting these huge Warzone tournaments that aren't even actually like sponsored by like huge companies like Activision or MLG or Call of Duty or anything like that and some of these tournaments are like a million dollars. Yeah. Million dollars for like the top sponsorships, team, you know, you duos many, and trios and stuff. How many millions of dollars gets funneled into these pro players bank accounts just for existing and putting their name out and showing somebody that they use like a um what's the what's the name of those um scuff gaming controllers I think mm-hmm. the ones with the programmable buttons and little flippers on the back and stuff i don't how many millions of dollars scuff's not quite as big um they definitely have more competition with uh xbox having their you know their elite controllers now and stuff like that because the elite control i did have a scuff and i believe i had the trigger stops and the rubber grips and you know you know nothing really crazy and it was customized a little bit blacked out buttons and stuff like that the controller still cost me like 230 bucks. Yeah, it was a big investment back in the day. And I had a buddy that bought one and I thought, "Damn, I I'll be honest you, though, I can't make that investment." It for was a, a nut cuz I got the rumbles out. Also cuz I you, suck at Halo, so <laughs> you would not believe how much weight that takes out when they remove the rumble packs yeah, out of it. Yeah. Those are the controller weighs almost nothing things. without it cuz I didn't yeah. really care to have the rumbles in. Now it yeah. it's funny cuz it costs like an extra 25 bucks if you want to get the rumbles taken out of the controller. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean it, it there's 
it, it's endless possibilities where these are going now. And I think the whole pandemic thing over the last couple of years um, kind of got more people interested in gaming. And I think, I think the chip shortage kind of did kind of come from the pandemic as far as people were stuck at home. There was a lot of people that picked up gaming over the last couple I of years. A, I have a conspiracy theory that there's actually nobody alive in China right now. <laughs> They've lied about their COVID numbers. Everybody died in China. <laughs> That's why we're having so many supply chain problems and all these chip and, shortage and problems is because there's see, literally nobody alive. And I heard them. there's a component that goes into <laughs> these chips that is made from Texas Instruments. You know, the calculator? The calculator company? <laughs> Apparently, there's a small component, and that's what's holding up production right now, is they haven't been able to manufacture it. Just a small component that goes into these chips, and that's what they're waiting on, is a freaking calculator. Who uses calculators anymore? We've got our phones. Oh, man. Who uses scuff gaming controllers if you're not a professional halo player yeah i don't dude i don't even i don't even use them anymore i got the basic controller but i'll tell you what with those games that had the jetpacks and everything in it it did make a big difference when you had the paddles on the back where you did not have to take your fingers off of the joysticks yeah. and you could right. jump you know they even had the ones that all had and that's what kills your me abxy about. button on there so you literally can keep your your yeah. hand like this and you never have to take your fingers. That's what, that's what gets me about uh, cross-platform stuff too because um, computer players just have a natural advantage. Um, with the mouse and the keyboard, they can make oh, more Oh, well, console players have uh, aim assist. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, okay. I don't care All if right. they have 200, 240 uh, uh, FPS, frames per second. Have you seen the second. programs that they're using to uh, train their... the. These people are using to train their um, shots, though, with their mouse. They have it. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. It they, they comes up with a little, like a little square. Yep. And it's just how fast they can click on that. Yep. And then it's sometimes it's at random, so then they just click, 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 and they train themselves. And that smaller, the the square that they have to click on gets smaller and smaller over time. So then they can make those. It's instant headshots. You see, it's a it's a larger, um, yeah, learning curve with PC. But you, it's it's basically endless how good you can get on PC as opposed to controller, you know. And I've played some, I played some CS:GO. Um, I have not played Call of Duty on it. There you go, pop. Oh, that just sounded ripe. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It just it. This one's for my homie. Your homie in the back. Meat meatloaf in the back. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Oh, I would do anything for whiskey, but I won't do that. Who else just died? Louie? He played that cartoon character. They just announced that he died too. Goofy looking guy, comedian. I oh, can't think of his name. Yeah, I know you're he played about. the cartoon character. That might be before yeah, your time. That was, was like nineties. Uh, was he wasn't he the, the dog human person in uh space balls or something too? I don't know. Not, maybe maybe it's the same face, but I think it's the same person. That was John sure. Candy, wasn't it? Was it John Candy? Okay, maybe. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know they, what the hell you're thinking look of. Like, I don't know. You need somebody here to look these things up. Hey, uh, yeah. look. look I can do all that stuff. It's too distracting, though. Yeah, no. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Meatloaf's dead, though. <laughs> yeah, that's cr- I didn't realize he was 74. I did. He was a very old man. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. He's like his oldest share. They had a hit back in the day. And, uh, you know, that's a little nostalgic for me because I uh, actually, one Christmas, my mom... 
she just didn't really uh, have a clue like what else to give me for a stocking stuffer. So she bought me like six or seven, um, six or seven like vault CDs of just like all these different artists. Like I think I got like a Guns N' Roses, a Def Leppard, and a Meatloaf CD. And uh, the Meatloaf one was was bad out of hell. <laughs> so uh, little Marshall drove around delivering pizzas all over the Sock Valley area. Uh, jamming out to bat out of hell more often than not because that was just the CD that was in my car. But there's a lot of there's it's off topic, but there is a lot of songs out there that that he wrote uh, or no, not he sang. Um, but Jim Steinman was like his better half, and uh, it was the iconic duo of one man writes the songs and the other man performs them. Right. And uh, yeah, no, it's just like he he. I don't know. Everything that I read about him, it was just like a really good duo. They lasted a long time. Not too long ago, they had a big tiff and a big fallout. But then, um, you know, a couple of years later, they made their reconciliation, you know, and then uh, Jim Steinman died um, not too long ago. But like it, he was making he was making songs and everything like that up until like 2018. And that's a, that's a long time. It's like 50 years of writing songs. Like 70s. Something started, about yeah. those those power rock ballads, man, just wakes me up <laughs> i don't know it's 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 something that i caught on to when i was you know a kid i was just like oh this guy's name is meatloaf look at that but then i was like oh man he sings those cool songs that i used to hear on the radio and they're yeah, like right? 12 minutes long paradise by the dashboard light <sighs> bad at hell paradise by the dashboard light oh That's gosh there was and he was in so many movies too he was in yeah. so many movies and tv shows and a lot, of the, a lot of the movies and stuff he did, um, it had something to do with his name. It was like a meatloaf special. Um, but, like, gosh, he was in um, an episode of, like, House. <laughs> and, like, all of his characters were just, like, so interesting. Um, one of them, uh, like, when he was in House, I think uh, he played a guy that, like, had a liver for his wife who needed a liver. And she wanted to live, but he was, like, a nihilist that, like, didn't care. And he didn't like his wife, and he didn't want to give her his liver. So it was just like one of those stories where it was just like, man, if you want to die, she wants to live. So like, you're you're a match. Can you just give her your liver? And he was like, nah. <laughs> so it was like always that kind of like, I don't know. It was like a passionately frustrated uh, persona, I guess. But you know, you, you get that a lot in his songs too. Um, I don't even know what was the one. Uh, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Nobody actually knows what that was, right? I guess we'll never know now. No. Well, no, I don't think he took it to the grave, but I think it's more of an artistic look at it because I think um, it wasn't Patty Russo that sung the song, but uh, Patty Russo was actually, I think she sang uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light with him in the music video, and then he married her. But um, gosh, I think uh, she always, it, it said that like they, they staggered the songs with um, the female vocalist. She said two things. And uh, then Meatloaf's response to that was like, I won't do that. So it was like up to the listener to decide which one that was. And, it, and that was like, I don't know, it's just like next level, like cleverness to write a song like that. And I don't know, I, I still think Jim Steinman was a genius, but yeah, you know. They're just—it's oh, an older generation, man. They're all dying now. It's a yeah, shame. they are. It's a crack of shit, but <laughs> we all gotta die sometime, right? I intend to deserve it. Yeah. Arrogant bastard. Yeah, that's uh, 
There's been quite a few people. They're just we're not even through January yet. It is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah, and it started with Betty White at the end of last year. Yeah, and then it's, it's kind of just been a worse. snowball effect. Gosh, since then you know. Pray for the worst, hope for the best, right? Bob Saget. God damn it! I'd have to be Meatloaf, and he had COVID too. That's the worst part. He had COVID real bad, but I don't know. Is what it is. All rip. right, now. rip. This one's the Meatloaf. Last one was for your homies. <laughs> I could drink this all night. It's actually really good stuff. Got this in the Galena. Um, it's like a wine and cheese shop. Yeah, I really thought that was wine when you were carrying because I didn't see the glass. It just literally looked like the top of a wine glass at first. I'm like, what is this guy doing? It's a Glen Cairn. He glass. said, he said, uh, he said whiskey, and here he's bringing in wine. What a cheesecake! Yeah, I might just drink that whole bottle tonight. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Sorry, Speaking of transplanting livers and meatloaf, I think I got some at home waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> some meatloaf? Meatloaf, ma. What's better than a clump of hamburger and mashed <laughs> together with crackers? What's, what's better than that? Some Sergeant Dunn's beef jerky. Teriyaki flavor. Vacuum packed. For your longevity. <laughs> Vacuum packed. Vacuum packed. They use the car wash. <laughs> Got to save that money. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yep. my God. Yeah, this has been uh, it's been fun. I think we talked about Call of Duty more than we did anything else, but I think that's kind of on topic because that's the big discussion. And, uh, it, dude, I can't wait. It needs Just, more exposure than what everybody's giving it right now, but I don't think it, there's really It's much getting to go a lot on. of exposure, but I think the thing is. It's a lot of corporate secrets. That's what the thing a is. A lot of people, especially in Sony's line, where you got everybody that's just, oh, I'm always PlayStation. We've got all these exclusives and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, well, Xbox doesn't have anything. So they go and buy stuff because they can do that. And you're like, oh, well, they need to just get their make their own games. I'm like, why does it matter? Because technically, Sony essentially did the same thing. I mean, you say, oh, well, we've got Spider-Man. Is that really an original IP? It's just because they own the rights to Spider-Man. It has nothing to do with anything else. No matter how you look at it. Because if they didn't own the rights to Spider-Man, they would not have that as an exclusive game for PlayStation. You know, and it's like, oh, God of War. I mean, like, you can use an excuse for everything when it comes to what they have on there. But, like, I just think the whole console wars is kind of ridiculous when it comes to that kind of stuff. My Because me and three-quarters of the player base that play console play a game, play majority games that is available on every console. So, at that point, you pick... Maybe the reason you pick a console is because that's what's available, or that might be the least expensive, or you like some of the options on it, you know, kind of thing. But I liked the way Xbox was laid out. I was with PlayStation through PlayStation 3, and it was when I was converting over PlayStation 4. I Before that came out, I had some people, some friends at work and stuff. It's like, oh, get a 360, get a 360. I'm like, I don't really care for the controller, yada, yada, yada. And I did, See, I feel like that's and that's when I really about. got into 
Call of Duty and first-person shooters because the controller just feels so much more comfortable for first-person shooters. It's made for that type of gaming. But let's be honest. If your friend comes up and says, hey, me and me and Jeff, you know, we got the new PlayStation. You should think about getting one. We can play this game. That's going to have so much more sway over how a controller feels in your hand. And, and that's what it's going to come down to is what games do you want to play? Right. And that's where I said, you know... Soon Xbox is going to have all the games. A majority of the games. And the thing is, like, all oh, those aren't that good of games. But it's like, but they're really popular games, you yeah, know? Yeah, but that's the one everybody's playing. And you want right. to play with your friends. Yeah. I, I, would, I, I get over playing Halo if my buddies are on it. But, yeah, a lot of the time it was... When we were growing up, it was back and forth between Halo and Call of Duty. Right. And, and obviously some, Halo's some all, all Xbox, but... Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this ends up over the next year uh, once things start, you know, more information starts coming out. And I mean, if something, well, it's all big corporate secret right if now. But gonna, some shit is going to start hitting the yeah. Hitting if the headlines if something, because here's the thing: if Sony wasn't concerned about this, they wouldn't have made the statement they did and saying that. Well, we expect Activision to uphold uphold their contracts that we already have oh, with yeah. them on stuff. If they weren't concerned with this, they would not make a public statement like that. No, yeah, they're, they're sweating. Like if they're, if you were not concerned with this, you would have just blown it off like whatever. If we've learned anything over coronavirus and messing with the stock market is when somebody's stock starts going down like that, then you have their attention. Sony lost like what was it? It was twenty was billion re- dollars in a day. I, I don't know where it's at now. I don't know if it... Re- I'm sure it rebounded some. We all remember GameStop when everybody was, was getting their fingers and manipulating that market. And, but that's know, that, that's not with a company high. that's basically not relevant really anymore. That is was... That, that was is that how Sony's going to go? Stuff. We don't know. Tune in I, next year. No, I, I don't think Sony's going to go because I hope not because I think if Sony was to go on the just start dipping i think it would be 10 cent the next biggest company out of china that would pick them up because they've got the money to do it i don't think microsoft could and i don't think they would be allowed to because what are they gonna do are they gonna go in and break them up and not really make them do very much of anything again when it comes to here here, when it comes to this microsoft is a u.s based company sony that's out of japan isn't it and then you've got Tencent, which is out of China. So they're not, they don't have to abide by the same regulations and rules that Microsoft would here. So there's no lobbying and all that kind of stuff. So they could merge those two companies and be, you know, somewhat of a concern because Tencent has more of the mobile gaming market. That's basically how it is. I'm not concerned yeah. with the way Microsoft's going. As long as this deal goes through, they don't have anything to worry about. But like I said, I don't think that Phil Spencer and Microsoft would come out with this kind of news if they didn't have their t- you know their T's crossed and their I's dotted. I think they know what's going on, and this had to have been in the talks for a little bit. It's not just like they were you know chilling over Sunday brunch and the next day, hey, let's go ahead and do this. Like you got to think, Phil Spencer, CEO of Xbox, goes up, goes up to the you know you know ownership and everything in microsoft and is like hey can i have 70 billion dollars to go buy some games i mean vaguely that's what he had to do like <laughs> could you convince somebody to give you 70 billion dollars on a crapshoot oh gosh i mean that's still a lot like it's not something they're going to get the money back right away 
it's cash money that they had in their pocket, you know, from all the revenue over the years. But it's, it, I mean, it's still, it's still a lot of money. And depending on how they take this, now they could, you know, this could go through and they just completely ruin the franchise. Anything's possible. That is 100% possible. Now, if they go to a two-year cycle and they give the games more time to, you know, actually develop the games, get the bugs worked out, get more content in there, and actually go in and the existing game, extend the seasons and add more content, you know, because Call of Duty is old enough now. I mean, shit, after the first year, you could literally just do remat, add you know, <laughs> 10 or 12 remastered maps yeah, for the rest of the year. Cause it's essentially what they can do. But honestly, you know, a couple of the big, the biggest things I want to see, I would like to see another modern slash slash futuristic call of duty. I did like the movement. I think the best, the game that did it the best was Treyarch with black ops three for the movement. I think they did the best. It wasn't as over the top as advanced warfare. Um, and it had a lot of mechanics in there that made the game fun. Um, I'd like to see I, I, the, another Call of Duty has to come out. I would love to see a Ghost 2, even though most people think Ghost is arguably the worst Call of Duty of all time. I don't believe so. Mm. If you ever played the campaign, it left on the crazy cliffhanger, and it needs it needs, needs to finish. But Ghost, yeah, Ghost had probably the best hit detection in multiplayer out of any game that's why people are like you die too fast uh, yeah because if you're hitting somebody you're hitting somebody i guess that's just the experiment of it right <laughs> yeah but there every game had its own thing and yeah, there's some some things yeah, that you didn't every game like has its own little, but little i honestly grounds. think that they that they need to have treyarch make an exclusive zombies game zombies only now they can they can do outbreak and do some other game modes they need to stick to their core and the round based zombies they can go in and they can launch a game let's say they they pull one or two maps from every treyarch zombies game and that's what you put out at launch you start the year off when the game well it's i mean it's gonna be a full game so there'll probably be like some kind of story mode where it's more open world that's another thing that they could do have that as a story mode for like a campaign in that and then have your round-based zombies. There's a ton of stuff they can do. But if Treyarch... I mean, look at what they... I mean, I don't know if you played the Cold War zombies, but I think I thought that Cold War... Well, we did. We played it last time you were here. Yeah. You kind of got a feel for it. But I thought that Cold War zombies had an amazing story, good mechanics, good gameplay. If they were to have full um, creative you know, freedom to do whatever and focus just on, just on zombies, because... They've put out some amazing zombies content as a secondary, you know, not even a secondary because you have multiplayer campaign and then, oh, here, we'll put some zombies in. You imagine if they focused on just a zombies game, how that could turn out. I think that it could really it could really clinch the because um... there is a huge zombies base out yeah. there. That is no, 100. Yeah, 100%. There's people that will literally play nothing but zombies. So I remember um, zombies in the pop culture scene. Um, I remember The Walking Dead, Call of Duty Zombies. Um, and hey, just shit, one thing, other you remember they they, they, they they'll own Doom. They can incorporate stuff with Doom as well. I don't know. That'd be some crazy crossovers. But how about Halo? Hey. Halo skins in Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, God. <laughs> no, it, it just gets so far out. But I mean, yeah, I I don't know. 
wrapping wrapping up here, I I think that that would be a really really cool thing if they came out with a uh, a zombies game like that. I guess um, you know it would probably feel like Vermintide to some extent, but um, no, I think that'd be pretty cool. But zombies, I don't know. Are they on their way out? Have they been out? You know, you got you got zombies as a game mode, but I don't know how much longer is that gonna last until we're on to our next uh cult cult following yeah. you know well how about how about a how about a smash brothers type game like a no. brawl game nope i'm out you don't want to you don't want to see master chief versus soap no and <laughs> honestly as soon as that as soon as they came out that they were putting uh, other big name characters in smash bros i just i cringe every time because i'm just like oh like what a it's not the same what a grab i remember when you think i suck it at was Halo. What, i suck even more at smash bros what was the first i don't even game, know how to play first it. game had and the n64 had what eight characters i think and then you can unlock luigi jigglypuff i think ness was on there i don't know was one of the characters i think there was one more aside from pokemon i don't know any, i don't know any of the characters that was a long time ago though yeah, there's so many Obviously characters. When I play those with buddies at like you know random children's birthday parties, I'm just like Smash Bros. Really? Don't it's you a, have like Mario Party? It, 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 it's a, it is a cash don't you cow. Have anything else? <laughs> it is a cash cow though. So I don't know. It's got. Uh, I mean, we're gonna see where this all goes here, but that's definitely. I mean, you got you gotta have some plans if you're gonna drop that kind of money, in a day. Yeah. Just like, hey, just pull out your checkbook. It's like, here you go. We haven't had really very, you know, many big money moves in the gaming market like this lately, though. So, you know, the fact that this kind no, of... No, because like, Xbox was the last one with Bethesda at $7 billion. This is yeah, 10 times no, that. No, exactly. That's what I was saying a long time ago, even. You know, there's all these big purchases. All of them. This is more than, more than the last, you know... 10, 15 big, huge purchases that you hear with the big names. This is this is more than all of those combined. I don't know. This it just it blows my mind how much money these big corporations have. And I st- when you think of like a lot of these, like Activision probably started in the garage somewhere, somebody's basement. Yeah, but like this. think of how many people removed it was since the first guy plugged in an Activision server and and figured out how to play Pitfall with his buddy or something. You know, like think of how far it's come since then like the mm-hmm. companies like this are, are almost well our ceo's been the ceo since the early 90s so he's been in the company for 30 years as a figurehead yeah as a person they can blame if something goes wrong basically and he's gonna walk away with a quarter of billion dollars when this deal all closes down you know what more power to him you know if you're gonna hang around for 30 <laughs> years and and yeah, well this is this is basically uh, just what he's ending with that. This doesn't even include what he's already made. This is what, this is the check they're gonna write him when he leaves. His final check. I'd like a final check of two hundred and fifty million dollars. I couldn't even imagine. And that's still not even a fraction of what they're paying this, this freaking deal. And honestly, this if they show how much money these rich people that that are in these companies and how much money the companies themselves have. It just it goes to show like how much good they could do with all this money, and they just don't. Like the whole uh, what was it, Elon Musk or whatever, uh, and because one of the politicians or whatever at a UN UN meeting said they could cure world hunger with like five yeah. percent of his net worth or whatever. He's like, okay, yep. do it, and just 
you know, yeah, actually, give he, me a receipt he, and show he, me what you're going to do. He, he did. He called, their called bluff. him out. He called him out. He said, okay, you give me a comprehensive plan on how my $8 billion will cure all of world hunger, and I will give it to you right now. And of course they fumbled. <laughs> of course they did. Well, we have to pay ourselves first yeah, before we yeah. go ahead and do any well, of this. Well, we can do that. We can make sure nobody starves for the next year, but... Uh, I just bought a new G wagon. <laughs> I found out recently I should have leased the Mercedes G wagon, but I bought it and now it's out of warranty. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we just uh, we just flew here on our private jets to a world summit for climate change. Don't worry, all of our uh, cars are outside running right now. The V12s just chilling out there. The BMW right. corporate cars, yeah. the the <laughs> the the stretch Hummel Hummer limos, oh god, <laughs> with the pool in the they back. Could all, they could all be electric soon. Did you hear that new uh, the new electric Hummer pops wheelies? And they had to design it to not do that because it has so much power. The t- yeah, the, the way that they had it designed, the way they had it balanced. As soon as they put those 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 motors in and they started driving it, and they. So stood on that pedal, it popped wheelies. Where like, was oh. it in the last few weeks? There was a snowstorm that went through, and there was a highway that hundreds of people were just stranded on the highway for more than a oh, day. God. Was it Virginia? Now, it happens all the time in Virginia. Now, I wonder, regions. was there any electric cars there? What do you do when your battery runs out? Uh, I mean... You have to wait for a fucking car to get there to charge it. You can't just put gas in it. No, you're like, rub two sticks together really fast and keep warm and yeah yeah <laughs> or you probably do some shady crap with the lithium battery you got well, it doesn't the back take and produce it doesn't take heat. a lot to um keep a car running even on a gas you know even if you're just parked and you got the car running no with gas but electric you can go days i, I have days, to but electric's not gonna last that long the the real the real kicker is you know how how long you're driving the car because that's what the real power consumption comes in but right i don't know i'm not about to get into that We've been here for nearly two hours so far. I don't know what you're talking about. Hour and 48 minutes. <laughs> I'm almost out of stuff to talk about. Can you believe that? I'm almost out of stuff to talk about. Oh, I'm sure I could bring up some talk topics. No, I don't want to get involved in any city council drama right now. No. Um, we, could, we, could, we could talk about that awesome press conference from the other night later on. <laughs> press conference. <laughs> ah, sheesh. Yeah, that's for a, that's for another topic. Uh, no, but, it's it's been great. I got nothing else. Yeah. Me. All right, Marshall. Well, it's been fun. It's been me and you talking about games and more, more money than we're gonna ever see in our lifetime. More meta shit that I don't know. We've got some predictions in here that I'm interested in. Maybe we'll see what happens next. Next year. week's news: Facebook buys Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. That would probably be a bigger deal than this one. Facebook buying Oculus, all those purchases, this, all of those types of purchases combined. You know what's next? You know what's next? Amazon purchases Facebook and Microsoft. Jesus. <laughs> now what? Oh, man. So unfeasibly out there. But I can't help but think that, I don't know. Sixty-eight billion dollars. Point no. seven. These these guys got a these guys got a better control than than I do. What's Amazon gonna buy next? 
I don't know, man. I'm set for Lord of the Rings. Something in space. That's it. All I'm doing. We're just we're waiting for Lord of the Rings to come out. And it's gone. And it's gone. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. It's been a fun episode. We will catch you guys next time. Next time. There's something interesting to talk about.